Hello, some wisdom for your walk today again. I hope I can help you in just a little bit, a little snippet, as they call these, or podcasts, little eight to ten minute thought that I've had that hopefully the Holy Spirit and Word of God verifies and backs up. I want to talk to you about a strange subject today that has bothered me for many years. It's called, I call it the idolatry of counseling. The idolatry of counseling. You're going to understand what that is for this is over. When people come into my office and they start having marital trouble or trouble with their children, um, oftentimes they start chatting and repeating this word, well, well, we need to go to counseling, preacher. We need to go to counseling. Uh, I even had recently a, a parent uh, that had some tr- trouble with his daughter uh, say, well, we, we took her to a secular psychologist. Now, secular psychology has any really thing to offer the Bible doesn't because secular psychology opposes the Word of God. I hope you understand that. Secular psychology is about circumstantial a psychology, which means you are made up of what your circumstances are. And if, if anything the Bible taught, it teaches you're not your circumstances. The God of all that is can overcome your circumstances. How about this example of Daniel? How about the example of Joseph and so many others in the Bible that overcame in horrible circumstances? You may, you may have started out with a child you being abused by a parent or, or a relative, now, that doesn't have to spoil your life at all. God can come in and heal that. If you let that go down the road, forgive everybody, and, and your life's as good as a person wasn't touched. In fact, maybe even some ways better because now uh, you're able to help people that have been abused or misused. And so it doesn't have to, circumstances do not have to make my life. I believe God and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and faith in that makes my life. And so people come in and they they use this word counseling. I'll preach I just need some counseling. My wife and I, you know, we need some counseling. Now, they've been maybe they've been hitting church, hit and miss on church, hit and miss on services, hit and miss on or maybe not at all on Wednesday night. They have not availed themselves to the word of God that's been made available to the local church. They maybe they oh, maybe they heard a third of the sermons or half of the sermons or or teachings. Maybe they didn't come to Sunday school at all. So I, I get a kick out of that. You know, they've, they've not availed themselves to the teaching of the Bible. Then they come to me and they say, well, preacher, you know, do you know a good counselor? Because we need to go to counseling. And, and, and be honest with you, it's, it's come to the place of idolatry. Like this thing called counseling is going to save them. If they just had more counseling, if they just had a better counselor, they would be saved. Uh, the Bible says it this way, Deuteronomy 4.29, But if thou from hence thou shalt, if, but if from hence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. If thou shalt seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. David said, With my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from thy commandments. Um, God is the answer. Christ is the answer. The Bible is the answer. If you're born again and in the faith, uh, you have available to you all the wisdom of God. Literally, the wisdom of the ages is available to you. Uh, Jesus put it this way in chapter 11 of Luke, verse 28. He said, but he said, yea, rather, blessed are they 
that hear, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Not blessed are they that, uh, in this particular context, uh, there was a certain woman in the company lifted up her voice and said, blessed is the womb that bear thee in the paps which thou hast sucked. He, basically, she's saying, oh, Mother Mary has is, is been, he said, no, 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 no. Mary wasn't blessed. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Folks, not they that hear the word of God are blessed, but those that keep it are blessed. Uh, you don't need more information. In other words, what is counseling? Counseling is simply information. It's analysis of your situation and then information. And so the counselor is going to analyze your situation and he's going to give you uh, some, some things to do, some directions to go, uh, some more information. I find people's problems are not a lack of information most of the time. Most of the time, they actually know what to do. They just haven't done it. If they believe the Bible is the word of God and the Holy Spirit shows up every time you have a service and they hit and miss the service, they don't believe that stuff's worth coming for. I mean, your, your feet speak louder than your lips. I mean, what you do speaks so loud I can't hear what you're saying. When people miss church and miss what's available to them, which is for their soul's spiritual health, they're basically, what are they saying? They're saying, preacher, that Sunday school lesson you've been preparing, it's not worthy of my attendance. That, that Sunday morning service, preacher, it's not worthy of my attendance. That Sunday night service, preacher, it's not worthy of my attendance. Because come on, let's get down to what it is. The, the power of your presence. When you show up, you're voting. You're voting with your feet. You're saying, I believe this is something good. I believe here tonight is going to come something that's going to that's going to change my life for the better, push me towards the light, improve my circumstances. In essence, you basically said, I think the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even dividing of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You, when you show up, you're, you're voting for the power of the Bible. Now, let's put it another way. When you don't show up, you're voting against the power of the Bible. Maybe you've never looked at your church attendance this way. But when you don't show up, there's an empty seat. That empty seat screams, this is not important. If you are there and you fill that seat up, you're screaming, this is so important that I am willing to drop everything else in my life and show up. Now, folks, I'm not just for I'm not for attendance for attendance sake. Now get me right. Going to church every day of your life, if it's not going to affect your heart and you're not going to apply it to your life, won't do you any good. But I'm talking about independent, fundamental, Bible-believing Baptist people. I'm not talking about Catholic folks who believe going to church five days a week is going to help their place in heaven. I'm talking about people who believe the Bible is the Word of God, cover to cover, back to front to back, side to side. And if I'm talking to you, then you believe the Word of God is forever settled in heaven. You believe every word of the Bible. You believe every word that Jesus spoke will come to pass. There won't be one little dot or one little cross T, jot or tittle, that will not be fulfilled. Now, if you really believe that with your heart and not just your mind, then you're going to show up when the Bible's preached. On Wednesday nights, you're going to be there. On Sunday morning, Sunday school, you, you want to be there. On uh, Sunday morning, 11 o'clock, or whenever your morning service is, you're going to be there. On the evening service, if you have one, 
you're going to be there. Uh, you're, you have special meetings Monday through Friday. Evangelists come in, been booked four years out. You're going to be there. Why? You believe in the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God, that it has potency, that it has power. Now, when you come in your preacher's office and you say, hey, preacher, I need counseling, counseling. Now, now you know, I give people special attention. I challenge them with some reading, some books, and and reading some Bible passages, memorizing some scripture, and maybe doing, and there's, there's nothing wrong with any of that. And not all counseling's bad. I'm not telling you that. But what I'm saying is when you act like counseling is some uh, shazam, it's some wand that's going to be waved over your, your sin-sick life and going to solve your marriage problems, going to solve your kids' problems, going to solve your financial problems, you're, you're, you're living in a dreamland. You're living in a myth. Uh, we grow little by little. We don't grow all of a sudden. Uh, we grow like an oak tree, man. We grow little by little. What you are today is what you've been becoming for 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. What you are today has been happening slowly, little by little. So if you start take, getting godly habits like memorizing Scripture, reading the Bible, going to church, listening to services, being obeying what you hear by being a witness to your neighbors and friends and going to the maybe being in a bus ministry, caring about other people, little by little, you're building a solid marriage, a solid life. Your children see honesty. They don't see hypocrisy. They, they get persuaded that Christianity is true and right, and they want to follow it and do what it says. You see how it works? You see how it works? It's little by little. It's not Shazam. You know, I know we live in a McDonald's generation where everybody wants the Shazam, but you're not going to get that with God. You are today what you have been becoming. And, and, and if, you, if you change today for the better, in five years you're going to be way better. But you're not going to go to some super-duper $300 an hour counselor and they're going to pull a little genie out of the bag and say, Hey, I found the answer to my trouble. This is everything I ever wanted to know in five minutes. And I'm going to be healed of my marriage or I'm going to be healed of my trouble. No. No, my brother, sister, that's idolatry. That's not Bible. You go back to the old book. You go back to the preaching of the Bible. You get involved in your local church. You start memorizing some scriptures. How about this word? How about working a little bit for your salvation? The Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. How about you working a little bit? putting your hand to the plow and quit mooching around and saying, God, I want a special Zamo gift. I want you just to woohoo, and I'll be, I'll be the spiritual Christian. That is not, trust me on this, that is not the way God works. He works little by little, here, there, here a little, there a little, and adds on to your life. Grow in grace, and you've seen things grow. Your kids don't grow fast, your trees don't grow fast, and anything that grows fast is cheap and grows up and dies in a day. But stuff that grows slowly has quality. And I hope you get this. Do not use counseling as an idol. And God forbid that you go to the world for your wisdom because you're going to be in serious trouble if you do. This is some wisdom for your walk. I hope it helps you. God bless you, Bill Lytell.